What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, welcome in. You are here once again for Bolt Brady and his bro. The best place to get your sports gambling information. We are off and running with this NFL season two weeks in. Let's welcome in our guy, Bolt. Yeah, what's happening? What is the thing that stood out to you in week number two? Oh, man. There was a couple gar beats is what kind of stuck out to me. The uh, the Niner one came to mind there. Oh, the field goal at the end of the game. Did, did, well, did you have the Niners? I, you know, it was at seven and a half all week. And then I, I waited till a little bit before I took it at seven. I took uh, the Niners. Yeah. You know, and they're humming, kind of controlling them in, in Stafford. They put some points on the board and, and they're down the 10. You know, some of you that were watching and they kind of go down. There's no chance that they can get the ball back quick enough to get the onside kick. You figured he'd maybe just try to get the touchdown. And McVay's just like, let's kick it here. <laughs> let's kick and cover here. Bring her down to the seven. I guess he's like, let's cover for our fans. That took us at the seven and a half. I was thinking, but also you may be like, well, let's get our kicker some action here, though, just to practice in a game setting, you know, though, too. Right, like, uh, I, I don't know what goes through their mind, <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that was a bad beat. So at least it was a push for you. But there was lots of people that got it at the seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had our boy uh, Siege in Arizona. He sent us his two teamer. He had he had nine or seven and a half, and then he had the the Dolphins later at night, which his two teamer would have hit. Okay, right, <laughs> yeah. I, well, that was the thing that I started thinking about too when I was sitting there, and I was like. Man, I forgot how close all these NFL games are. I mean, they're just a you know a couple plays here and there. Like easily seventy five percent of the games are just a play here or there. Well, and you know they don't give a crap about the line, especially at the end. So they're like, yeah, whatever. This dude can have the ten yarder, and then that turns into the field goal, <laughs> right? And so I I had last night. I had the Saints. Um, I was texting you. I, I took the Saints for my survivor. Because according to you, you don't want to take the super popular pick like the Cowboys. That's correct. I'll add on to it after you're done talking. I was going to take the Cowboys. You're like, well, what if everyone takes the Cowboys. What if they get upset? Right. Like, They're not getting upset, but I, I kind of hear what you're saying. So I'm like, I'll take the Saints. I liked that one. Yep. So they were humming. They were up kind of a weird number 11 there. And Carolina looks looks pretty poor. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they they can't move the ball much. Big, nope. Big feelings like, wow, this is fun. <laughs> Um, so they, they kind of hum it down per usual the end of those games where, you know, end of a half where they can move the ball easy. They punch in the TD and I'm like, wow, they're going to go for two here. Right. And they get it. And (laughs) and that turned into the push for the minus three. Yeah. Right. And I think, uh, some contests might even had that at the three and a half. So it turns into the W, but yeah, Carolina, it, that, that's kind of one of the takeaways that I have from this week. And it, it's not like Bryce Young's fault. And by the way, real quick on Bryce Young, they started the game and they showed his stats and they said 510, 205. And I go, that guy's closer to 105. It said 510? Yeah. I thought, he, I thought he was a little closer to six. No, 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 no. Because they were saying he, it's always said that he was pretty short, but 205. Right. Mm-hmm. His pipes and stuff. No, right. his pipes look like he's a senior in high school, maybe. <laughs> like, I text one of our friends that played quarterback. I was like, 
dude, they said 205, and he goes, I heard that. He's like, he's closer to like 175, and I go, did this guy lift weights? I mean, literally, it, I don't think he must have lifted very much. Um, I mean, he needs to, he's going to get smashed. Mm-hmm. He, you know, because like, look at like Kyla or whatever. I mean, that guy's not very tall, but that guy's like a fire hydrant. Um, and even like Lamar. Yeah, that that took those guys a couple years. Even like Jalen Hurts, like they're there a year or two, and they come back that one summer. You're like, whoa. Well, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, Jalen was way bigger than him from the start. But yeah, like Lamar was a smaller guy, and then he's put on weight. Um, you have to because they start rocking you and landing on you. Yeah, I know. But yeah. you want to keep your speed too, of course. Yep. So I don't know. You know, some of these guys that they chit about it. You know, Carolina's a tough watch, or you know, the coach isn't doing <laughs> any, doing any favors. You, why don't they try to emulate something like a Miami? It's like, uh, that's a little easier said than done. Wow, did someone say that? I heard on the yeah. I'm like, we don't have Tyreek and Waddle and these guys moving the defense the same way. Come on, that's like the most ignorant thing I've heard. I know that's why I was thinking about you know because. Mac Jones, Jalen, and Tua were all on the same team together, which is kind of crazy to think about at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, and so Mac, I'm just thinking Mac sitting on the sidelines going, wow, Tua, really wish I had Waddle and Tyreek as my receivers. Or just some of that, the, the way the, the play calling, the, the style. Well, but yeah, but, but I mean, you can't do that with the Patriots because that team is showtime. Yeah. I mean, there's no playmakers on that squad at all never have been oh it's terrible like because because i had the patriots for the uh circuit contest and i was just watching that game and i'm like this is terrible but then i'm like well what are they supposed to do i mean who are these guys he's throwing it to juju schuster i mean garbage <laughs> yeah so yeah when you have tyreek and waddle i mean those guys are slow joe and that slightly helps to open things up. Bill did a good job of, of slowing Tyreek down, though, versus that opener against the Chargers. Well, he sure did. So, I mean, Tyreek had 215 against the Chargers, and then, like, he, what, he come down to, like, 40 yards and a touchdown. And the touchdown was, like, a three-yarder. Right. Yeah, I know. Well, the Patriots, they have a great defense. It's just going to be a long year on the offense for them because they don't have anyone. I mean, their running back is Stevenson. He's okay. You know, the thing is, is, you know, with Mac Jones and all these guys, they all come in so hyped and it's not their fault. Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett. I mean, was that guy garbage last night? All these guys are like, these guys are going to be legit. And it's like, not right now. They're not, you know, remember when Peyton Manning came into the league, he led the NFL in interceptions. He had like 31 his first year or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, this guy's incredible. This guy's incredible. And then they get thrown in the lineup and it's like. This is going to take some time. Um, I mean, that was one of the things like, you know, you had the right call in the Saints last night, even though they, you know, let those guys backdoor. But I'm like, how's how, how's Carolina going to move the ball? How's Atlanta like with Ritter? He's another one slightly overhyped up right now. Uh-huh. Wow. I liked that game too. The Packers, uh, it ended up, they were favored earlier in the week at like minus one and a half. And it kind of flipped to where they were getting at least two. Yeah, so they they ended up covering. They did. Yeah, I took them. I mean, they should have won the game, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they had a they had a truckload of injuries. That one tackle that plays for them. What's his name? He's back, back to Yari. Yeah. God, is that guy out very much? I mean, he's out every game. Mm-hmm. He's like our boy. You know, we talk about Joey Bosa. How about Joey Bosa? I'm like, wow, the guy's on the sideline again. And then they show his stats: four plays, two sacks. 
that's got to be so frustrating for like ownership and stuff. They're like, this guy balls. He's just never on the field. Yeah, I mean, if the Q's not next to his name for the questionable, it's, it's like it's almost weird. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what's going on here? The Chargers, man. I mean, that's that's my squad. It's it's to a fault, and they're good. I'm, I, them, I'm not giving up on. Um, that coach, everyone wants to get on his ass. Sure do. But look, Miami's good. Uh, Tennessee's not an easy place to play. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. But speaking of Tennessee, that was one of our winners for our for our fa- um, for our listeners here. And uh, guess what? <laughs> Let's come out with another best bet. Mm-hmm. So far, we're seven and two with the with the best bets this year. So we're off to a great start. Let's keep it going. Um, well, the Chargers <laughs> they travel into Big Minnesota, battle of the zero and two squads. Whoever loses this ball game. Kiss it good night. That's pretty much the season. Mm-hmm. Actually, they were showing the stat like it was like if you're zero and two, you, your chances of making the playoffs are really slim, which is kind of crazy. But that was back with sixteen games, so maybe seventeen changes around a little bit. It is something like below fifteen percent or something, though. which is crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, but let me give you. You tell me which team that you'd rather have. You got the Chargers here and the Vikings. One of the teams has no turnovers on the season. The other team has seven turnovers in two games, uh, and they're all within the 25-yard line of the opponent, okay? So that means they've been fumbling a small amount on the other side of the field. That team is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. So things have not been bouncing their way, and actually, you know, we, we all knew that with the regression a little bit, but things have been bouncing the way for the Chargers. I mean, they don't have one turnover this season and they still can't win ball games i'm here to say they're not going to win their third either let's go kirk cousins and the vikings oh yeah did you not think i was going that way Uh, yeah well that's a tough one no it's not here we go vikings at home best bet plus one and a half right now i mean that that might be you know the Chargers. If he goes like the zero and four, they might just pull the plug. Well, no, they're going to. I agree. Like he's he's. They showed like what they are in one score games. It's just ridiculous, like how bad their record is. And in overtime, they lose all the games too. But yeah, no, this doesn't bode well. Like that's what's nice to dig into the stats a little bit deeper. Like you don't have a turnover in two games, and you're still not winning. You know the Vikings aren't winning because they've turned the ball over. I mean, they're not going to turn the ball over. And get uh, out turnovered, you know, three three to zero every game like they have so far, and fumbling down in the other opponent's red zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they they could have beaten the Eagles too, and like Jefferson reached for the pylon and fumbled. Exactly. Their- yeah, they've had some bad ones. Right. So that's got to flip flop here a little bit. They're at home. The Chargers are reeling. The guys are probably sitting in the locker room right now, going, "Wow, coach doesn't have much time here. Who do you think our next coach is going to be, guys?" I don't know. I don't, yeah. If if Eckler comes back and the, those guys, they have, they're more talented. I just ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to be more talented than Justin Jefferson. And speaking of Justin, how about this stat? Are you ready for this one? So luckily, we were one of the podcasts out there that said the Bears were going to be garbage this year. Yeah, still can't believe people were piping them up. But anyway, how about Justin Jefferson is only twenty four years old. And he's already got more receiving yards than any wide receiver in Chicago Bear history at age 24. 
He's more than anyone to start their their first three years. Well, okay, yeah, I'm sure. But if he played for the Bears, he'd be the leading receiver of all time. Yeah, wow. At age 24. Willie Galt? That's right. Okay, now, what number was Willie Galt? 83. Good call. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your piece fell out there. I was so excited for you. Well, they, they ran the ball a lot with big sweetness, Peyton. Day, <laughs> so they, they weren't letting McMahon chuck it around a whole lot. Mm-mm. And they've kept that same style. <laughs> right. This is fun to watch. <laughs> I know. So they were uh, the the Bears backers. Oh, uh, you probably didn't watch that game. Neither did I. I mean, the Tampa Bay. No, no, no. The Bears. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. The Bears played Tampa Bay. Sorry. Um, yeah. They, the Bears had the ball and they were only down three and the line was three. And they get the ball with two minutes left. So everyone's thinking, OK, well, this is going to be at least the push. And then Fields throws the pick sixer. Mm. Goes back to the house. They end up losing by 10. And the Bucks cover. Wow. I like it for Baker. I like when kind of they're against the wall. Well, like, hey. Not done yet. Some of us kind of had the Bucks back this year. Woo! <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Baker's finally got someone to throw to. That's like legit. Both guys can, you know, ball. Yeah. Mike Evans still gets it done. Yeah, he can push. Uh, I mean, they can push the Saints for that division. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they can. So that'll be fun to see. So, uh, well, oh, and then another good story that that happened is you know we had we had our Bashers uh, game last week. Yep, that was a good one, Texas Wyoming. Yep, and how about how about it was tied at halftime? Mm-hmm. We gave out Wyoming plus thirty, and it's ten to ten at half. Well, um, some of our friends Kelly and Ross. Uh, we're up in Tahoe and they said, Hey, are we still going with the bashers here? And I go, we sure are. So Kelly got to put her first bet in, in Lake Tahoe. First bet ever. She sent me the the ticket. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, Whoa, the pressure's on here. (laughs) And she was with some other soccer parents too. There was like a soccer tournament, so the pressure was really on. That was sweet. <laughs> but Wyoming came came through with the W for them, so that, that was, was awesome. Large. Yep, so they had some uh, some extra brews up in Tahoe. Courtesy of Bolt. Courtesy of the Wyoming Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are you looking at this week, bud? Do you have one that you like? So I already threw out the big Minnesota Vikings against the Chargers again. We're going against the Chargers two weeks in a row here. Yeah. I um well the the one I've kind of been liking we we liked early in their division was was Baltimore. Fresh ball fall is upon us and you'll need to be in the festive spirit. Light a candle, get some pumpkin spice and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsors of today's show Manscape. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscape's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. Get your pant puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off plus free shipping. Alrighty, let's get back to the show. They're, yeah. they're at home. It's, it's above a touchdown, which which I'm not big on. Right. Uh, Anthony Richardson dinged the head. So our boy Gardner is probably going to be starting this week. Yep. But, but this game's in Baltimore. Yep. So I'm riding Lamar in them another week. Really? Okay, so 
That was actually the notes that I put down. So for the for the circa contest, I took uh, the Ravens. They were getting plus three and a half. And how about I came across this stat? Lamar in the regular season as an underdog, 10 wins, zero losses, one tie against the spread. And I'm like, what is going on here? And so they're just talking about the injuries, the injuries, the injuries. I'm like, well, I'm taking the Raves here. I mean, let's see what happens. And sure enough, Lamar comes to play. Mm-hmm. Um, is that guy unreal to watch? I mean, it's so fun. I don't know if you watched him play last game, but he is so slow, Joe. Yeah, I know. I watched a good chunk of it. Um, what was nice was they were always up enough to kind of have the line controlled. Like, I'm like, oh, they might lose by a field goal, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, if I could pick one team to have the season tickets, like to watch someone all year, I'm like, Lamar, Patrick. I mean, I think I'd go Lamar. That's how much fun it is to watch him. With that all being said and done, excuse me, I'm going the opposite direction here. Yeah, I thought you might. And it's actually a best bet. And I thought you'd have my back here with this one because our boy Minshew is playing. I actually went against the Colts. Uh, last week, and as soon as Richardson got hurt and Minshew came in, I go, that's ball game. That's exactly what I did not want to happen. This is a fade on Richardson, not Minshew, and of course, Minshew comes in, 19 for 23, 171 yards and a TD, leads them to the victory, um, or more else, doesn't let them come back on him. I see Indy at plus eight and a half. I'm going to take them. They also have Zach Moss, who's been balling since Jonathan Taylor's out. He had 18 carries, 88 yards, and a TD. Let's not forget they have Michael Pittman. The Ravens are not very good when they're giving up this many points. I'll take Indy, eight and a half, best bet. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm riding Lamar one more time. Coming home, get the crowd rocking. (laughs) Okay. You know, who they played was Cincy, and and Cincy's the 0-2, and Joe's got the calf bother him again I, that's a that's a tough owen two this year the same thing was last year but if he's not healthy they're not going to make a playoff push well did you see what happened to the line so you gotta you gotta look a little further into the line to see what's going there's no way this guy's playing someone knows something that we don't yet the the look ahead line on this because they're playing the rams the rams travel into cincinnati the look ahead line was uh, the Rams plus seven and a half. Well, guess what? It's down to two now. Yeah, one and a half I see right here. Okay. So, I mean, clearly Big Joe's not playing. No way. And so then our boy for NorCal comes in. What's his name? The guy that went to Folsom High School. Oh, Jake Browning. Yep. Big Jake's coming in. Went to UW. Yep. Went to UW. He's a NorCal product. In fact, I think he might have the most touchdowns in California high school history, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. It's up there. Yeah. So he's going to be the second stringer. He's coming in. That's why this line's there. So if you're taking the Bengals, you're taking Jake, um, which I I don't think anything's really bad about that. I mean, is Cincinnati really going to go 0-3 here? I don't know. Stafford's looked pretty good. You know, he's using those young guys. Well, Stafford obviously isn't hurt anymore. Remember how we always talk about that? You're like, dude, these guys are fighting through injuries. Of course they're not going to be 100%. And he is right now. So, yeah, but on the road, uh, yeah, I don't think so. He liked that young guy, uh, Puka Naku. I don't know if you saw him. He's getting a boatload of catches. He had like 25 through the first two games. Right, set a record. But you could tell his, like, his ribs, those last couple catches, he was staying down. So, I mean, that's not going to get better this week. 
but he's he's at a BYU. He, he's already one of his favorite things to throw the pill to. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's a stay away for me. But yeah, that that that's an interesting game for sure. Okay. Uh, someone else that's that stuck out that bounced back was my boy, Big Josh Allen, uh, up, <laughs> up in Buffalo. Right. They stuck it to the Raiders, and they're going to play your Commanders. My Commanders. <laughs> that team's garbage. <laughs> Our boy Pep's Commanders. <laughs> That's right. He wears the shirt in the Vegas sports. Right. Book. I know. That was weird. One of our friends shot a picture of himself and he had the Commander shirt on. What was that all about? Uh, I, I think some guy's got a big bet with him um, against <laughs> win totals or something. Oh, okay. So, but they're going into the Commanders and it's, it's six and a half Buffalo. I'll, right, I'll take Josh in them. Yeah, he, he looked a lot better. Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't have anything against that. That's a stay away. I can't believe the Broncos let them win. Um, the Broncos. That's another story. That was that was a tough loss. I mean, he, he, Russ got the he got the hail mary answered. Yes. Oh, dude, when the when the hail mary gets answered, don't you think they're going to get the two pointer after that? And then the the officials just let the two point conversion grab of the shoulder go. I know. God. I mean, I didn't even have anything with that game, but I was like, dude, come on. No, Russ is is tough to bet like with right now. Oh yeah. So they, what are they Denver's going to Miami. It's it's minus six and a half Miami. Uh, this Miami's first home game. Right. Right. Yeah. They've been on the road here. And the heat the heat still rocks down Miami this time of year. Um what do you think? That's a stay away. Why? It's just a lot of points. I mean, of course you're thinking Miami. I mean <laughs> Yeah, they're rocking. Yeah. Six and a half is just a truckload. I mean, what what are they? They they say Sean Payton's already kind of getting a little tired of, of Russ's, you know, just what he's doing here. They they hype up his first halves because they can script the plays and they come out on on cue. They're like as he gets a little more into his own um, freewheeling is like when it goes awry. Really, I think it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like when he's rolling out of the pocket, it's kind of when things happen. Yeah, but that's like they're not like coming through in the end of these games. Well, this is a big game for them. Totally. They go 0-3. Ouch. A couple things here of note that I don't want to forget about. So, number one, the hats. Uh, The new hats came in that we were talking about. Zach, we mailed you your hat, so you should be getting that pretty soon if you have not gotten that yet. And then also a couple reviews that we really, really appreciate. Uh, We have Mr. B., he left a review for us, um, says how he likes how we get straight to the point and um, don't just sit around and talk about stats all the time. Thanks, Mr. B. Why don't you uh, email us at score at boltbrady.com. And then uh, Mitch. Mitch, great, great review. Thanks very much, buddy. He heard uh, about us through the Action Network, and uh, he likes the podcast. And so we appreciate that, Mitch. We'll send you a hat too, bud. Uh, score at boltbrady.com and to everyone else out there leave a review please and we'll mail you a hat and the reason why that's important and we just bring it up every show is because reviews like help your podcast get more visibility so if we're winning you chips hopefully we are so far because we're seven and two maybe a little review will help too and start rocking the hat around your town mm-hmm. i've got it on right now yeah it's pretty badass don't you think yeah, they're Ho- good. i mean i like them hopefully everyone else likes them as much we have we have all black with red. 
um, BB and the lightning bolt, or we have all white, which is super clean, just all white BB and then a yellow lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Cruise around whatever town you are in the U.S., People might go, wow, that thing's legit, partner. Might be a lady friend, spark up a conversation (laughs) with a lady friend. And then you could say, hey, you want to roll out tonight? She's like, you must be a baller with that lid. Let's do it. You go, let me throw this podcast on real quick while we're cruising. <laughs> so I can win some chips to take you out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were jacked on the, the stitched, uh, the raised stitching. Yes, the raised stitching. Well, it, you know, I think you get excited any anytime something comes out the way you want it or even actually a little bit better. So yeah, it was juiced. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then those of you that email, I, I do respond. They, they've almost got that spam thing uh, fixed, but... Make sure you check your junk, but we should have that fixed in the next couple of weeks. It's been such a joke that we're switching email providers. Holy cow. I'm sure they want to know all that. Sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we got you covered. Hit us up. Okay, then maybe should we hit them with the best bet then again? Yep. Here we go. So we've got two so far. Okay, you and I are going against each other. We got Minshew and the Colts, eight and a half. And then we've got the big Vikings. Wow. That's going to be incredible, and the Chargers are 0-3. We disagree on that, too. Mm. Should I make a little room for the college bet here real quick? Um, We can tap on college for a short second. So you probably noticed Colorado. I just thought this game was interesting. It's rolling into Eugene, Oregon, and the line is 21. Um, Wow, the Ducks? Yeah. Is that crazy? I mean, I guess uh, Travis Hunter's out for like three with the lacerated liver. Yeah, I mean, there's no way like he means that much to the no. line because uh-uh. it was like it was like fourteen and a half like a week ago, and then it went up to seventeen and a half. Now it's twenty one and a half. But anyway, the over under is seventy one and a half. So initially, I take a look at that. I'm like, come on, there's no way they're getting there. And I go. They might. I mean, Colorado's defense is bueno. Swiss cheese. It is Swiss cheese. I watched the whole game against Colorado State, who Colorado State obviously is not good. And even my sons are like, wow, how many crossing routes are they going to throw? Just little drag routes right in front of the line of scrimmage. Mm See, you just couldn't stop it. I'm like, wow, what's Bo Nix, who's played in college for 10 years now, (laughs) what's that guy going to do against him? So that thing might go up, up, and away. Because the other thought that I was thinking is like, let's say Colorado is getting pounded. Dion's going to go, well, I'm just going to have my son keep throwing the rock around here to get his numbers up. Yeah. So they're just going to keep throwing and throwing, and they're going to try to score the whole time, too. So it's crazy. But I wouldn't be surprised if that goes over. That's not the best bet, though. I was going to say, you don't usually lean on the overs <laughs> like that. Let me get to the best bet. So we've got a sandwich spot here, and that's when a team plays someone right before – they have a bigger game. The look ahead. Yep. And sometimes there can be a little letdown. And the letdown this week is going to be when Duke travels in to Connecticut. Now, Connecticut is pretty garbage. Their own three. They started to cover a few games last year because Jim Mora Jr. is the head coach. Mm. And so things are different over there now. He usually gets the best out of them. Uh, they, ha- they are getting 21 and a half points at home. And Duke is playing Notre Dame next week. Mm. So this is a little look ahead. 
I think they might get caught looking a little bit. They probably win the ball game, but we like UConn to cover the 21 and a half. That's for you, V-Dog Milani. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, UConn, man. They were up there as like worst football team in the country like five years ago. Oh, yeah. They were just getting hammered. Like That must have been embarrassing for them to walk around with the basketball team, and the basketball team's like, dude, you guys need some extra players out there? We can help you guys out probably. <laughs> we're bringing all the dough into the program. No here. kidding. No kidding. But so, yeah. So he made Jim Moore has made it more respectable. He came back last year, and he actually got a couple W's. It's a little surprising that they're zero and three this year, but uh, uh, yeah, this takes, is too many points. It takes a while to get some players to come. Sure, sure it does. Sure it does. But twenty one and a half, we'll take her. We were uh, we were kind of you know talking about the Stanford Sac State game, and then Sac State got Stanford. Right. Because Stanford just got the new coach. But, I mean, yeah, give that guy a couple of years to get some players in there. Well, and for those that don't know, the, the coach at Stanford now used to be the coach at Sacramento State. Uh, so he's the one that got Sacramento State on the map. But that's a legit program. Sac State. Woohoo! NorCal. That was a big win. Oh, huge and terrible loss for Stanford. <laughs> I mean, you can't lose to Sac State. Holy cow. I mean, Who's supposed to get the better athletes there? That's not even close. That's supposed to be the varsity JV game. Mm-hmm. And the JV goes, hey, we're ballers over here in sack. And they took it to them. That's embarrassing for the Cardinals. Yeah, that was a tough one. I bet CMC Christian McCaff was probably a little embarrassed about that one. He brought the thunder. He's been bringing the thunder. How about this? He scored 11 touchdowns in a row now. 11 games in a row. CMC to the house. He had the long run on the the sideline there, like on the left, and he got past a couple dudes, and then someone had an angle on him. Yeah, so I mean that guy's got the the ability to catch him just because the angle he can take to get him, and he kind of pushed him out towards like the seven or whatever, and they were chitting. Oh yeah, they were. And he's like, "I got you," and you could just tell Christian's like, "Dude," he told him to f off. Oh no, he called him a b. Yeah, he goes, "Dude, if we get in a straight line here and take, oh, I got you, bud." So CMC never (laughs) talks trash. No, and the boys and I were watching it, and so I I used it as a little learning moment right there. I go, "You guys see him right there?" I go, "CMC, as you know, he doesn't talk trash." That guy got to him a little bit, and so CMC had to put him in his place and go, buddy, I don't even know who you are, and you know who I am. I'm CMC. Sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> and this in this game, check out the scoreboard, you sap. CMC. Yep. <laughs> uh, when you were talking about looking ahead to an opponent, I was kind of the I'm looking at Dallas goes into Arizona, and mm. Dallas plays the 49ers. Next week, do they? Is it next week or is it the week after that? No, I think it's next. Okay, so it's it's twelve and a half for the for the Cowboys going down to Arizona. Arizona, you know, got that early lead on the Giants, and the Giants woke up and came back. Yeah, and the Giants should have covered. It was four and a half, right? And they win by three. Uh, what, what do you think about that line? I think it's the biggest one this week. Uh, I mean, I would lean with the Cardinals there. That that's just a truckload of points. You know, they're they're the theme for me kind of this week is you got to show me what you got here. You know, like um, I, I need to see it from a lot of these teams. Like even Houston travels into uh, Jacksonville, and I think they're what do you see of their nine and a half still? Uh, I don't know. I told you Stroud and and. Bryce Young have their work cut out this year. <laughs> well, they're on garbage teams. That's I know. what I'm saying. I see, yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, so, I mean, when was the last time the Jags were favored by nine and a half in a divisional game? And it's been a long time. 
that's you know I'm not saying I'm going to take Houston, but that that'd be a lean for me too. It's kind of like with this Cowboys game, I'm like, uh, you got to show me it here. I mean, the Cowboys have at least been like you know showing it, but especially on D, yeah, their D is good. Wow, big Micah Parsons is that guy any good? Mm-hmm. I mean, top three easily. In fact, I think he's won second place in defensive player of the year two years in a row. They'll give it to him this year just because like he paid his dues. He said he liked seeing Bosa get those chips because he's the next one in line. <laughs> How about so it's Bosa, Micah, and Big TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Yeah. But yeah, Miles is good, but those three are a little bit ahead of him. I mean, how about TJ Watt? That guy make a difference in the game last night at all? Mm-hmm. Just the motor. Uh, and he scored his first NFL touchdown. That I found interesting. So did I. I thought he would have had something. Yeah, because his brother has like four. He he would get the picks and take them to the house. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, back to your catch. I would lean with Arizona there, but just because that's just a truckload of points. There's another game with a truckload of points. And I'm not going to give it out as a best bet, but it'll probably make my Circa Millions card. Dude, you and I, especially me, I've been capping on the Bears forever. But they're going into Kansas City, and they're getting 13 and a half. Casey's not been playing that great. They typically don't blow teams out that badly. I mean, I would have to even lean with the Bears there. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's just in the NFL, dude. That is a small amount of points. It is a truckload. They were saying that Justin said he wants to pass more this year, so he hasn't been like running, and that's not the play. No. You're, yeah, they're like they're taking the run away from this guy, and that's his best asset. But they're saying it's not the coaches. It's saying like he's kind of trying to do it, and they're like, dude, that's not that's not the play, bud. Mm-mm. Like, you know, you need to look at a little bit more like how Lamar plays. Lamar goes back and he tries to pass it, and then he goes, Well, my guys aren't open. See you later. <laughs> Justin has zero 300 yards passing games in his career. Does he? Like 27 Dude, starts. It's so funny. Remember, we do this every year, but how the the media and just changes so quickly on things. Like two weeks ago, the Bears are going to win the NFC North, and this these guys are incredible, and Justin for MVP, and then now they're just ready just to dump them. They're like, wow, this team's terrible. What's going on with the coach? <laughs> Justin just hasn't been improving. It's pretty funny to listen to. No, you know, and they they did improve their roster with some receivers and some weapons. A little bit. I mean, that that's kind of what you and I were saying is like they didn't improve it that much, you know. So, gosh, and it's showing. One more here. The the Carolinas going into Seattle. Seattle's minus six and a half. And I actually saw five and a half there. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to fire on big Seattle. Now. Yeah, at yeah. home. Yeah. Big Bryce has to travel across country here. But one that I'm really going to fire on, and we're going to pass it on to the listeners. They might want to fire on him too. I saw one game, and I go, get serious, right, when I saw that line. Get serious. That line is that small. When the big Atlanta Falcons travel into Detroit, and it's Detroit minus three. Ritter has had the benefits of playing at home his first two games. Now he goes onto the road, and Detroit is humming. That place is juiced right now. That might might as well be the Colorado of pro football. They're so excited up there. And Big Ritter's got to play on the road. Good luck with that one, big guy. <laughs> We're going Detroit minus three best bet. Yeah, and they had the tough OT loss there to the Seahawks. So they're going to be juiced this week. Yeah, they are. So that's, that is the best bet of the best bet. Great. I mean, I'll be real, real surprised. 
if Detroit doesn't cover that ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you recap the best bets here for the week? Sure, sure. Detroit minus three. Uh, Indy plus the eight and a half. Uh, Vikings plus the one and a half. And there's one more game I didn't go to. I know we're running out of time. I'm going to take the Giants plus the ten and a half tomorrow night against the the Nines. Yeah, I think it ballooned up a little bit because of Saquon's ankle. And dude, yeah, I mean, listen, he's good, but mm. and so the Giants actually stayed on the West Coast after the Arizona game. So you know, typically that helps for bonding. You know, it really does when the players get to kick it with each other. They're not distracted, and then they you know they don't have to come all the way from the East Coast. Ten and a half. Talk about a truckload. I mean, we know the Niners are good. I love the ten and a half there. Big Brock Purdy wasn't uh, – he missed some, man. He had a couple dudes deep for a touchdown. Did he? I didn't see. Just threw the ball behind a couple guys. He wasn't as accurate as he could have been. Yeah. Well, ten and a half, once again, that's a lot. <laughs> so Detroit, the Giants, Indy, and the Vikings, and the college, UConn plus the 21 and a half. Let's keep her rolling. Was there a teaser for the week? There was not, actually. Okay, we'll take a week off on that one. Yep. All right, don't forget Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bull Brady Picks. We put some info up there and keep you guys abreast of anything that's changing. But that'll do it for our week two wrap-up, week three picks. We will catch you guys next Tuesday. See ya.